0: friends we are back
1: we're back with episode two
0: whoop whoop this I'm...
1: Is... Oh. <laughs> so, so clearly I... still getting used to this oh my gosh
0: <laughs> this is a good like troubleshooting moment like in real time because this is our first one we're doing over Zoom I'm back in Oregon after this weekend um so Yeah, this this might be kind of trial and error today, so hang tight with us. Yeah,
1: stick with it, stick with it. But we are so appreciative for all the support we've gotten after episode one. Um, You all mean so much to us, and it's just so special, you know, seeing people want to listen to us, and not only wanting to listen to us, but wanting to continue listening to us and asking us, you know, when's the next episode coming out? So thank you all.
0: Yeah. It's just been really, yeah. I think just fun and like overwhelming and just, yeah, super grateful for all the support and, um and yeah, all the friends that have said, said that they're enjoying it. So thanks to all of you guys.
1: Yeah. Um, no more we... of the corny talk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: On to more important things. Um, Carly, how are you? (laughs) Now that I'm in Oregon, I didn't see you all weekend and just want to catch up for a minute.
1: Yes, yeah. I've had a really good weekend just hanging out with family. Um, This morning, I did Boeing Family Day um, since both my dad and my brother Logan work at Boeing. So it was a whole family event, even little Shan, my niece, who is a year and a half old. She went and she loves airplanes all the time. When there is a plane flying in the sky, she'll just point up and go airplane, airplane. So she was having a heyday today, seeing all the planes.
0: Okay. Pause. What do you do at Boeing family day? Like, is it Are there like bounce houses? Like what is the, what's going on? No,
1: so Boeing is like a really high security place. Like Boeing's not like Amazon in the sense of it's literally its own city. Like they have their own security and their own fire department. I mean, as they should, because they're testing planes and stuff and shit can hit the fan. Um, But you just get to like walk around in the big, huge the garage gates area thing you know like the wow. huge warehouse building so you get to walk through there and see all the planes being built like you see they brought planes out that were fully built but then they also had the ones that were in progress of being built so um it was really cool like just seeing how huge airplanes really are like that sounds so dumb but they're so huge and like all the cranes and stuff moving around on the ceiling to carry different equipment um it's just really cool and it was so cute seeing my brother and my dad just nerding out <laughs>
0: totally it was so sweet plus like yeah. chanley is just too cute i
1: of course love <laughs> her so did that this morning and then yesterday on Saturday, cause we are recording on Sunday right now. Um, I was with Brennan's family. So like I said, it's been such a fun family filled weekend um, because his sister-in-law is pregnant with his brother's baby, obviously. Aww. And um, she um, planned this really cute, like baby sex reveal. And so They actually knew when we didn't know, so they did, like, the whole cake cutting thing, and then they cut into the cake, but the frosting was just white, and so they, like, pretended to be confused. We were like, what the heck? And then they pulled out Silly String and sprayed us with pink Silly String, so Brennan's going to have a niece, and we're so excited. Oh, cute. That was so super funny. cute. And it's just crazy because his dad doesn't have any sisters. Brennan doesn't have any sisters. So this is the first blood Hancock girl in wow. forever. Yeah, so very, very cute.
0: the Hancock family. That's so sweet
1: so exciting um but yeah it was it was a really nice weekend just getting to see family and catch up because we don't get to a lot with having irie you know if she yeah. can't come we can only be gone for so long but
0: mom yeah. problems
1: mom problems <laughs> how was your weekend
0: it was good it was full i i So I was up in Washington. I got there Wednesday night of last week and um, just got back to Oregon today about an hour ago. Um, I had a wedding and then a wedding celebration. So I'm saying like I had a wedding and a half this weekend um, for two really great couples. Shout out Alyssa and Austin and Anna Cordes and Raina and Josh, the haulers. Um, Yeah, (laughs) it was a really, yeah, it was just a really full weekend of being around just so much love and like family and friends and support. And I love a good wedding. I (laughs) especially with
1: an open bar.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Actually, neither one of these. Well, Alyssa's was in the woods. So it was less of like a sit down like vendor type wedding, but it was beautiful. It was like at prime golden hour. It was on a lake. Um, it was really small and intimate ceremony, but it was, uh, it was awesome. And the groomsmen set up all the chairs for us. And so the bridesmaids like didn't have to do a lot. That was awesome. (laughs) Um, yeah, so that was great. And then I drove to Snoqualmie. So that was an Anacortes. And then I drove to Snoqualmie that night. Um, oh my gosh, what a time I, so because Alyssa's wedding was in this like park in the woods and it was beautiful, but there's no bathrooms. So I'm like wanting to, you take- are
1: not making this sound safe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like, this is showing the listeners, like how vulnerable I will be on this podcast. <laughs> I, <laughs> so I wanted to just like get on the road because like, I have so many people at the Snoqualmie house, like at Raina and Josh's celebration. I was like, I just want to get there. Like I, they've been there all day and I want to go celebrate. Um, and I was really hungry too, cause I hadn't had dinner and I was like, I, I'll just get on the road and like stop at a McDonald's, right? Like dinner of champions that has bathroom and food. Great. So I get on the road and Anacortes is like North. The way you get to Snoqualmie from there is you go over to I-5 and then down, basically just straight shot down I-5. And I'm very familiar with the area. And I was like, I know there are several McDonald's. So I get on the road and like 20 minutes in, I'm like, okay, might as well just do it now. I'm a little bit on the road. So I go into a McDonald's and the dining room is closed. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I'll just move to the taco time next door. Big. No, fast that's
1: food. not fine. That's not fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not super picky with my fast food. I'm a lover of all. So I was like, that's okay. So then I go to the taco time. The taco Time's completely closed. I look over at the Wendy's to the left and the dining room is also closed. And I was like, oh. <laughs> are you kidding me? Okay. So I was like, it's fine. I'll get back on the road. I go down two more exits, go off on the exit and see the next McDonald's. The dining room's closed. I was like, okay. So then I go a couple more exits to a Safeway. And then there's a McDonald's in the parking lot. Cause I chose McDonald's because I was like, there's going to be no shortage of McDonald's on the road.
1: This and is America.
0: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, And I, the dining room's closed. I was like, okay. So I'm like, Safeway, what a safe bet. I'll get something maybe healthier than McDonald's and I'll use the bathroom. I beeline into the bathroom in the back of Safeway and there's a code box on it. And I was like, of course. So I go and I buy like some pretzels and cheese or something like that. And then as I'm checking out, I ask the self-checkout attendant where, or is there a bathroom code? He goes, oh, the bathrooms are closed for the evening. I was like, Okay. Thank you. That's not okay.
1: Because my bladder is going to snap into you. I was
0: like, sir, I, in my head, I was like, I have not gone to the bathroom in five hours and I'm unwell, but I was like, you know what? At this point, I'll just go the whole drive to Snoqualmie without it. So I ended up going last night, not going to the bathroom for seven hours. And I painful, it was, I was, yeah, it was bad, but I made it. And now I feel like I can conquer anything honestly.
1: Oh my gosh, <laughs>
0: another fun spot to share. Um, anyways, that totally derailed what I was saying about my weekend. Um, but overall, super great, super full and fulfilling. Um, I got to see some friends that I hadn't seen in like over a year, and it was just like so heartwarming. Um, Aww. but I am very happy to be back in Oregon. Um, do some laundry, I went grocery shopping, all the good things. So
1: and just sleep in your bed yeah
0: I yeah that's one thing as an adult that's I feel like not talked about enough is you my sister and I actually say this a lot when you get used to your bed and how you like sleep in it and like the comfort of it and then you go sleep on another bed that's like not as comfortable and like an old mattress your body like doesn't like you for it
1: yeah which honestly makes you know going on holiday or going on vacation kind of nice because when you don't want to leave at the end of your trip you have your bed to look forward to and that helps with like the um vacation blues you know
0: (laughs) this is true I literally was like I don't really want to leave these people that I love so much but I am excited to sleep in my own bed tonight
1: (laughs) yes yeah But wow, lots of, lots of love and weddings going on.
0: Oh yeah. You're telling me I have a lot of friends getting married. I, I mean, I did last year too, because we graduated college last year. Um, most of us, my friends and I, and had, I think four weddings last like summer and fall. And I was in, I was only in one of them. Um, and so it felt like a good, like, oh yeah, there's a fair amount of weddings, but I was only in one of them. And so it was like, not really realizing that we were just ramping up for this year when I have like eight weddings, I think this year that I was invited to, and I'm going to six of them. Um, and then I'm in like three or four of them. And so busy being, yeah. Yeah. And it's so, it's interesting. Cause I, I love, I said earlier, like I love weddings and I, I cry undoubtedly every time, like okay. no matter the situation as the bride walks down, because I'm like, this is just such a huge like commitment. And there's so much love and people are there. And, but it's hard every time. Like, I want the bride to feel so special as I'm celebrating her, but doing like six weddings in the year, I'm like, this is a lot. Um,
1: so, so I, I can't think- get married until we're like, 80 when no one else is getting
0: married (laughs) yeah I've already decided that like when I get married I'm just gonna do like a destination like wedding like small wedding and people can oh same come if they want (laughs) yeah we'll we'll have like a a Facebook live you can just watch at home right right right. (laughs) COVID COVID made the live stream like really normal for events so yes as it should be if I can
1: stay in bed I'm going to I'm just gonna stay
0: Yeah so okay so on the topic of like relationships and weddings and having that be so present in your 20s mm-hmm. what what has your experience been like dating cuz okay most people listening probably know that I haven't dated much in my 20s but you have you're dating Brennan you're in the middle of a relationship and so like yes. what has that been like
1: Yeah um I mean first of all it's been amazing um i i just i got so lucky when so backstory brennan and i actually went to elementary middle and high school together um but we did not start dating until we were in college um we were always friends throughout high school and like katie and i had mentioned episode one we had a class together with him um it's kind of funny though because katie was actually like his fan like taking pictures with him <laughs> after basketball like games which... Out all the
0: details
1: no it's so funny because those photos will definitely be at our wedding because oh I just my god so
0: yeah there are these like old pictures on I'm pretty sure I did take them down off my Instagram maybe I didn't because like no. I to to but I like Brennan was like one of the major players of our high school basketball team and the year that they went to state, I mean, they were so good and it was so exciting to support them and go to all the games. And just disclaimer, Brennan was single. Carly was not dating him. Like in my defense, this wasn't as weird that, well, it was, but I would like ask Brennan for pictures with him after the basketball games for why like literally (laughs) no people. (laughs) <laughs> Brendan's a good sport about it he was very well, very we had we had apes together he was our
1: friend um but yeah that's just like a funny little another little silly thing between Katie and I um or Katie and me but yeah so then after um so I got we Katie and I graduated high school in 2017 and Brendan graduated in 2016. Then, when my brother got married to my incredible sister in law, hi Kelsey, I know you're listening, <laughs> um, in 2018, I posted a picture of me and my cousins on my Snapchat and he just replied to it and said something like, You look pretty or whatever. And I was like, I awkward old me was like, Oh my gosh, wait, the hottie from high school. <laughs> Hitting me up, what's going on? So I was, I just was scared and I was like, ha, I miss you. Like, come Whoa. on, Carly. that's the best you got.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's- I did not know that you said, haha, miss you.
1: Yeah. yeah. Not so, yeah, that's what dating in your teens is like. Less-
0: <laughs> Thank God. Because I was,
1: back. I was, I had just turned 19 at that point. Um, and he just like wouldn't stop texting me or whatever not wouldn't stop because that sounds horrible I but
0: get a life Brennan.
1: <laughs> sorry no he he was cute he started this thing um where he would he would do monday check-ins as like an excuse to text me every monday He'd be like hey just check it in like how are you doing like so cute because he went, he went to university of hawaii where he played baseball and i was still in washington um going to western so We were a long distance right off the bat um and then we weren't even dating officially then so it was like a facetime relationship but it was cute because after we started dating and i just asked him like why did you why did you message me like what the heck we hadn't spoken since i had graduated high school you know like that was so random and he was like well i'm not gonna lie i was really drunk and." you were oh, someone I was actually interested in, in high school and I saw this picture and I was like why not like I'm gonna shoot my shot right now
0: like why not <laughs> oh my I'm really impressed that's and here we are <laughs> yeah, three years later like yeah out.
1: I know it's it's really funny to look back at but yeah I know we live together and we're raising irie and just yeah really really happy um Brennan, you can put a ring on it tomorrow, if you would well, like.
0: I have a picture of what the ring should look like, if you need advice. Oh, he
1: has it too, don't worry. I've oh, yeah. sent him several, but no, but really though, I don't want to get married, like I actually have a wedding for probably another four years, at least because of school, and then wanting to get situated in a career after I'm done with grad school and stuff. So, I, yeah. I also don't want that pressure on myself.
0: It's cause. a lot. Weddings are a lot to plan. Like yeah. I mean, before I really knew anyone that was getting married and like saw it up close and had only, you know, like been to family ones or that sort of thing. I was like, Oh, weddings. you know, people just show up and, and you get married. And my dad being a pastor, I'd gone to a few mm-hmm. where he'd done the ceremony. And so I'm like, Oh, I know, like, you know, there's premarital counseling sometimes. And like people meet with pastors about it, but I didn't I mean, this was when I was younger. So I just didn't have a concept for like all of the details that go into it. And then seeing some of my best friends go through planning their weddings. I'm like, Oh boy. It's a lot
1: of time and money and energy. And I just, my anxiety, like you have to host this night. That's supposed to be (laughs) the best night of your life. But how is that not so much anxiety (laughs) you have to host these people and plan dinner and pay for everyone's dinner like that's just
0: and it like it pans out so nicely like now being a part of so many weddings you know it is stressful there is planning there's deadlines there's like vendors everything and then you get to the day and like everything works out like then you're at the altar and you're walking down the aisle and you're like oh my gosh my best friends are getting married and this is like the best day ever so True, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's it's so it's very much.
1: impressive in the end. It's because it is so much, but
0: yeah.
1: yeah, that's 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 a ways away for me. But yeah, I mean, now that we live together and have a dog together, it's like we're we're basically like already married.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what else is there to do? I don't know. She does act like a toddler sometimes. So, but yeah. look.
1: we are parents for sure.
0: Um, but another thing that
1: is like different between you and I with dating is since Brennan and I started besides, dating-
0: Besides you actually dating in your 20s and me being single.
1: hmm hmm <laughs> Yeah.
0: Not really though.
1: Um, since we started dating, like when we would, he would come home, um, from Hawaii on break and I had moved back in with my parents when I started going to UW. Um. That it was like a, it wasn't like an event of when you would meet the parents, you know? Whereas now with you, when you start dating, when you meet someone's parents or they meet your parents, like it's a big deal to bring someone home.
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I think for for my family and for me, it was, it was always going to be a big deal to meet the parents and like bring... I remember, like, I went on this, I like, don't call it a date because it wasn't really a date, but we went to Froyo and I was a sophomore and he was a senior. And we like went to Froyo and I asked my parents if I could go. And I kind of what you were saying about how, like, when you're in high school, like, it wasn't a meet the parents thing. Like, I was like, I'm just going to Froyo, like, with a friend, quote unquote, you know, like, and then, and then the, my mom was like, well, we have to meet him first. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> Why would you have to meet him? We're going to Froyo. And she goes, well, you kind of like him, right? And I was like, well, yeah, but we're just going to Froyo in Milk Creek Town Center. Like, and she's but like- But also,
1: you were 16 at the time
0: and you weren't allowed to date
1: until, or were you 15? I was,
0: I was 15. Yeah. I hadn't started driving yet. That was junior year. So yeah, I technically also, yeah, my parents had this rule I think <laughs> that I wasn't allowed to date till I was 16 although it was less of like a hard you know I've, I know for some parents and some families there is like a hard you know you can't date you can't do any of that until you're a certain age um and like my
1: dad said 30 I'm just kidding okay
0: yeah oh. <laughs> and no, like each just- <laughs> family does their own thing I think for my family it was a little bit more like we'll just judge it case by case like you can go on a date you can you know like as things come up and you start talking to guys and you know you get into high school and things pop up um it just never really became a topic of conversation because I have never had a boyfriend so it like I haven't had those like hard cut like rules or like I didn't because I never we never had to really cross that bridge um Except for the one Froyo date where he had to come meet my parents. And I was like, this is horrible. But it ended up being fine. Um,
1: That's so funny because I feel like when I started dating in high school, I mean, you and I were both pretty late bloomers in the dating field.
0: You uh, know? Still waiting to bloom.
1: Yeah. No, but, like, like even first kiss-wise. Because I was... 16 15 like almost 16 so I feel like I was older than a lot of people
0: Uh, I was 17 so
1: yeah so that's yeah we, we were a little late bloomers in that sense um but like I was saying though that's funny listening to your side with your parents because my mom was like so stoked for me to start dating and just like like be the chaperone which of course was so embarrassing when i couldn't drive or like looking forward to getting to know his family and stuff like that so whereas my dad was like plugging his ears like i don't want to hear it it's so so funny Um, to,
0: i yeah i'm interested to see you know when i do start dating someone and and get into a relationship with someone at meeting the parents conversation I hope it's not stressful and like not super intimidating just because I am so close with my parents and they're mm-hmm. some of my best friends because I'm so open with them and I hope it's more like oh we're, you know we're just like going on a double date like we're going out to dinner and you're just gonna like meet meet my parents and
1: oh I'm sure it will be I'm sure it will be because your parents are so amazing and also awesome. if you if if you're introducing your parents to someone. I just know that first of all, that means someone is possibly good enough for you. So they're already like uh, passing a lot of tests. But also like it's it's such a big deal for you to introduce them to your parents because you look up to them so much. You know, you think so highly of them. So when yeah. you do take that step, like if it doesn't go naturally, then <laughs> You're he's off. not even gonna make it.
0: You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I yeah, it's just been an interesting, I think obviously not completely opposite of you but but kind of opposite of you in terms of you know, I'm not actively dating in my twenties. I don't have a boyfriend um but I don't know, I feel like i I really haven't minded that like there was definitely a time, i think more so in high school and probably the first one to two years of college where it was like, oh, like why isn't it working out like my parents met in college, and so I was really expecting that to happen, especially going to George Fox. Like, I was like, oh, going to meet my husband. It's going to be great. And then when I graduated last year, I was like, oh, like I haven't met anyone. And that is totally okay. Like here to say as a single person being 23, like to anyone else that's single, like I have loved the last year being out of college, working on myself, like working at this job, Mm -hmm. like just, growing in who I am. Um, I actually took to quote um, Joy, Bethany Joy Lens from the one you that I listened to. I feel like I'm going to bring that up every episode now. Um, but she was saying they were kind of talking about relationships and dating and they're all, I think, nearing 40 or just turned 40. and And Joy is still single and she's a single mom. And she was saying that the older she gets, like she doesn't mind being single and hasn't, hasn't minded. It hasn't been an issue. Um, and, and the older she gets, the more time that she has invested in herself and spent getting to know herself and what she deserves and what she would like in a yeah. relationship, just all those things. And she's like, now I'm really picky for good reason, because mm-hmm. I, I know what I would like and what I deserve and I'm not going to settle. And, Obviously, I'm not 40. I'm only 23. So I'm not trying to say I'm like not gonna try anymore or like go on some dates just to get experience or whatever. But I thought it was just really like comforting to hear someone that is so successful and and is like doing the thing and and doing life so well and that I look up to say that, you know, she's not letting a relationship or lack thereof define her and I just like really took that to heart and I was like, yeah, I'm having a blast, like investing in myself and trying new things like a podcast and like filling my time with stuff like that. Now, would I eventually like to get married like in my life? Absolutely. But I, I'm just, I'm enjoying the, the kind of like walk through my twenties. Like I feel like each year has gotten easier to lean into being single and there's, I'm trying to lessen the stigma around it of, like, that's, like, embarrassing or bad. And, like, no one's ever said that. Good. a very, like, different experience than a lot of people have by the age of 23. So, yeah, it's just an interesting, like, topic. I feel like everyone has. It is. And
1: just thinking that, you know, the more that you become more in tune with yourself the more healthy and positive your relationships are going to be whether it's romantic or companionship whatever it is you know like they're going to be better because you know what you want what you deserve and you're not going to waste your time because ultimately worst case scenario you're going to learn something totally you
0: know yeah i think that's a really good point of just it doesn't even have to be relationship or romantic relationships, like Mm -hmm. taking the time to get to know yourself and like spending time by yourself. I think that was one thing I learned like early on in college, I was an extrovert, like coming from high school. I got so much energy from being around people and I had to kind of learn in the last couple of years, how to be okay being alone. And at first I thought it was just kind of getting myself ready for a romantic relationship. And now a couple years later, like reflecting back, it has helped me so much in my just interpersonal relationships with everyone, with my friends and my parents and my roommates, like knowing how to be okay on your own is such a valuable lesson. And each person's like experience is different with that. And each person grows in different ways. So it's not like a one size fits all experience. Um, but yeah, I think that's just been kind of a, you know, relationship topics are so interesting in your twenties. And, and it always then begs the question of like, how do you meet someone in your twenties? Like you and I are in very opposite places of like, you know, you've got Brennan and you guys are so happy and you met him. You kind of always knew who he was. You guys had, you know, classes and mutual friends and, yeah and we were so friends, now you know yeah exactly yeah
1: yeah it, yeah it's i feel like that's another thing too that people don't really talk about in your 20s is you know you you just hear people meeting on tinder whatever which is fine but i feel like even just signing up for a dating app itself is so intimidating and you know you y- it's also just really scary. You, you don't know who you're really swiping on. And it's like, hey, let's make sure we meet up in public because I've heard so many horror stories. Like stuff yeah, like, like that. I
0: just watched the Tinder swindler on Netflix. So I don't need to fall into that trap. <laughs> Not that I would yeah. give opposed to some guy I met on Hinge. But you never know. <laughs> you got a story? You got a dating app story? I don't. I mean, I did start dating apps this year a couple months ago or like a month. Well, okay. I have kind of a rocky history with dating apps because I don't, I believe that they have worked for other people, but for me, I'm like, I just can't see it working. (laughs) So I, I started them a couple months ago, like made a couple accounts on different ones. And like, after like three days, I was like, this is not worth it. Then one of my roommates was like, well, hinge like takes time. Like, you know, you only get a certain number of likes per day. It takes time for your name to come up. And So like a month ago, one of my good friends was like, you should really take it seriously. Like you should create your accounts and really take it seriously because you never know. And I was like, you're so right. I'm going to take this seriously.
1: You never know. But at the same time, it's so easy to get lost in putting however many people message you or like you, whatever, like putting that as your self-worth.
0: Absolutely. I, and that was one of the reservations I've always had with dating apps from a personal standpoint, like not a judgment on anyone that uses them and, and has had fun success or not success who enjoys them. I, that's just one thing I wanted to be careful with as I entered that like world. And again, yeah, as you were saying, like that fine line of wanting to take it seriously and, and be okay with what results come, but not putting too much personal, like pressure on on who swipes, I think it's always been a hard thing for me to wrap my head around that it's based on pictures. And that's so not fair for me to say, because of course, when I'm swiping, it's also based on like a good chunk on the pictures that they post. Obviously there's little like words and bios and things, but,
1: but there are also red flags and pictures that are automatic (laughs) Yeah,
0: Exactly. And, and so then you start to second guess, like, Well, do I have any of those? Like, do guys what do guys think when they see my picture and make sure I have the right um like answers to the prompts and the bios without not being myself, like or being myself. I don't know if that made sense, but like I wanna be authentic, but I also want to be attractive to them. So there's this weird kind of balance, and then I feel like I'm not being myself and So yeah, I feel like I don't really have any stories because I still haven't gone on a date with anyone. I've matched with some people, had some little conversations. So I'm like trying to grow in that area and like put myself out there. But I also like don't want to force myself to do something that doesn't feel like me. And again, while I'm, you know, working full time doing this podcast, starting grad school soon, I don't have a lot of extra time anyways. And so yeah, I- yeah, I'm trying. That's I'm why
1: different. That's why I'm so glad Brennan and I live together <laughs> because uh, is... we don't have a lot of extra time. And so whatever extra time we do have, we have no choice but to hang out with each other. I mean, that sounds mean. Like, we want to hang out with each other. Yeah. But even if I'm just, like, cooking dinner and he's just hanging out with me and helping me, like, that's just little things that you really appreciate once you live together. Um, yeah. But also with, with dating apps and messaging people, whatever, it's it's like it's too accessible in a sense, where I feel like messaging or swiping, whatever, you're creating like a sense of codependency without even having a relationship. That's
0: yeah. that's
1: just that's just something that I worry about. I mean, I'm not on dating apps, obviously, but if I am, it's a catfish, it's not me. Call me even Cammy. Um but with long distance, when Brandon was in Hawaii, that was something that I really, I mean, it was really hard, but that was something that I made an effort to turn into a positive of not even being able to go into this codependency because we were an ocean away. And so then when he came back full time and living together, it was so easy to transition into being around one another, but also, making sure we still keep our identities as individuals and with our friends and work, whatever. So, yeah, I mean, it's just- You did a good job with that. Thank you. I mean, here we are. We've been dating for over three years and now we have a podcast, me and you, so- So exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, you said you don't have dating app stories, but do you have any funny dating stories?
0: (laughs) Oh, she's laughing. (laughs) I don't know if I'd consider them, like, dating stories. But, like, one of the things, like, as I go to all these weddings with my friends, there's always, I feel like a lot of people experience this, of, like, the tension, the single people tension at weddings, of, like, (laughs) it's a romantic setting, most people are coupled up, and if they're not, then they're most likely single, right? Like, there's the whole plus one atmosphere. And so... I went to a wedding a couple weeks ago and I was like, I'm not trying to like actively look for someone, but you know, if it happens, it happens. Like that'd be a cool story. And there was a groomsman in the wedding party and I didn't know many of the people at the wedding or in the wedding. And I was like, Oh, like he's good looking and he looks really nice. And we really didn't communicate much at the wedding at all. So take that as you will. But I was like, he's, you know, he seems like a really nice guy and just for all the normal reasons. And so at the end of the night, I was like, I'll just find him on Instagram, you know, like just kind of like venture out and see, see what his deal is. And I find his Instagram and the first picture that comes up is him and his fiance. And I was like, okay, so, I'm gonna go bury myself in a hole and <laughs> out for <fun. laughs> And it's like one of those things, like no one else, well, they people know that that happened now, but it was at the time I was like, no one knew that this happened. Like, I have no reason to be embarrassed. Like, and I'm not actually embarrassed, but it was just one of those things of like classic. Like, yeah, yeah. maybe something could start of something new to put high school musical, but like just okay. like typical Katie's look. But, literally like if anyone knows me that's listening they know like and again I think that's what's cool is as I get older and and further into my 20s and I'm just I'm learning to laugh about that stuff and just be okay and think like it's all in the timing like I can't be feeling run down or beat by any of these things that don't work out because something will at some point and there's no use in like actually worrying about it so but it makes for funny stories when, when I I try some things and then it doesn't work.
1: (laughs) And I'm always here for the stories.
0: Oh, I know you're the first to hear them.
1: (laughs) And hopefully all of you listening are here for them as well. Cause they're going to keep coming.
0: (laughs) That was a wonderful segue. That was a good little transition.
1: (laughs) Thanks so much, everyone.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That kind of brings us to the end of our conversation today. Um, We're going to kind of keep our podcasts shorter just in length, just to give you a little check-in in in your day, um, a little time to unwind as you hopefully tune into the pod, um, but not take up too much of your time. So we'll catch you next week. Bye friends. Bye friends.